2: good morning good afternoon or good evening this is more than just a podcast (sighs) podcast season nine episode two back with us tonight is nigel nigel where are you and what are you doing i'm in my um late to the recording and back by popular (laughs) demand uh, we've got a guest presenter um, are you still a Sony Award-winning presenter, or does that sort of expire?
1: Well, that was three years ago because there haven't been any Sony Awards since then. So,
2: well, then I think in
1: champion—it's I... Ian Dale. I think I keep the award, don't I? Do. Good evening. Uh, where are you, and what are you doing? I am in my front room in my house in Norfolk, and I've got my two dogs lying by my feet asleep. Excellent, excellent,
2: and and obviously not recording your LBC radio show tonight. You've been given a. Some time off for good behavior
1: well i've got two weeks off because uh, tomorrow morning i fly from norwich international airport to edinburgh to do my edinburgh fringe show for two weeks so if, so if anybody is going to be in edinburgh between now and the 11th of august come and see my fringe show you ain't got a fringe no we're not a comedy fringe <laughs> show <laughs> we're,
2: we're not a, we're, we're not a comedy <laughs> fringe podcast but why don't you give it a quick plug of where it is and um what time
1: It's at the, well, I'm doing two shows a day, four o'clock and six o'clock, and it's a sort of in conversation thing. So I'm going to be interviewing well-known people, some politicians, some media people. I'm reuniting Anne Diamond and Nick Owen for one day only, can you believe? Uh, we've got David Starkey, Nicholas Sturgeon, Jess Phillips, all sorts of different people. And it lasts an hour. And I was going to do a bit of stand-up at the beginning of it, but because I'm doing 24 different shows, I can't really do the same thing each show because some people are going to more than one. So um, I'll have to keep my comedy to myself, which, as you know, I usually do. <laughs> so have you had to sort of rehearse that or just get up and talk? No, it's, well, it's what I do every evening, isn't it? So um, I, I, I'm, I'm going to, I suppose, depending on who the guest is... Um, I'm going to have a little think about how I do it but I never write down questions because if you write down yeah. the questions you'll you'll ask them in the order that you've written them down so it's, it's then not a conversation so yeah. uh no, I'm quite looking forward to it but it's a bit daunting people keep sending me pictures of big posters Boris Johnson's people today they've been in Edinburgh and they sent me a massive a picture of a massive poster of me outside Edinburgh station which is a bit disconcerting
2: is, is Boris coming to one of your shows?
1: Sadly not, no. I've, oh. I've spent enough time with him over the last two months chairing all the hot things. <laughs> true, true. Anyway,
2: not a political
1: podcast. No. So
2: let's move on. Uh, we haven't had you on for quite a while, Ian. So let's, let's get your impressions of the summer transfers, the innings, the outings and the various uh, pre-season friendlies. What's what's your view as we, we approach two weeks before the season? Well, I'm
1: quite optimistic. In a sense, we, we haven't made as many signings as we normally do, but the ones we have made, I've, I think I'm really quite impressed with. I'd like to see possibly one more big player come in, but uh, I don't think that's going to happen now. Um, I'm really impressed with Haller. Uh, he was oh, the that, one oh, that that I you
3: always wanted. Um, okay. I think she might uh, have Sorry.
1: You. Allaire. Sebastian aller it's, it's because Allaire. I speak fluent German that I pronounce it in the German way, I think, because I don't really speak French. But uh, yeah, Sebastian Allaire. So um, all I've seen of yeah. him is clearly what I've seen on videos, uh, not just one, but lots of them. And to me, he looks a really complete player. Maxi Gomez, I would have been happy with him, but I think Allaire is a much better signing overall. And, and for, I mean, if he does well, we'll probably yeah. only keep him for a couple of years, I suppose, but uh, better that than nothing. And four Nails? I don't know much about him. Um, again, from what I've seen, he, lo- he looks a really tricky player. The, the only thing I would say is, if I was Manuel Lanzini, I'd be thinking, why have they bought him? Because he's a bit similar to me, or, or am I wrong?
2: I think uh, you've got a point there. You've got a point there. Um, Manuel Lanzini still hasn't signed a new contract um, and the contract is still ticking down. So it will be interesting to see how the next
1: 12 months goes. Because it's quite difficult to see how you can have uh, Fornals, Lanzini and Anderson in the same side, I would have thought. But um, I suppose stranger things have happened. It would certainly be an attacking line wouldn't it, with those three, Alaa and Yamalenko, or Antonio on the other side. And that's yeah. going to be interesting to see how Mikel Antonio reacts to this situation, because he's not going to be an automatic first choice, is he?
2: No, and he's, he's literally been linked. To, I think it's just a bit of recycling, um, but he's been linked with a move back to, or back not back to, but he's been linked again to
1: a move to Palace. Why um, would anyone want to go from West Ham to Palace? I know James Thompson, Tompkins did. I know... Um, oh, QRT. QRT, he did, but you haven't really heard from either of them since, have you?
2: No. Why would anyone go to China? Money, I guess. If if you're being paid more money, Um, so uh, obviously we've got those two. Um, How about David Martin and Roberto? Do they get your juices flowing?
1: (laughs) If I had any juices at the age of fifty-seven, they really wouldn't be flowing over those two. You had five guys the other day. I (laughs) I mean, I did. Yeah, all at once. It was that that was quite quite an event. Lots, lots of juices flowing there. Oh, this in, must in be an in-joke about five guys. I well, just, oh, right, burger place. Yeah. yeah, I'd never heard of it. And so, of course, I made some yeah. jokes on Twitter about it. But I'm uh, okay. moving on. David Martin um, and Roberto. That's the only thing I would say where we've downgraded, because Adrian, clearly, I would have thought, was a better goalkeeper than Roberto, from what I yeah. gather from his record. Um now, Fabianski was always going to be the number one, so I suppose it was going to be yeah. quite difficult to buy the likes of Jack Butlan, Tom Heaton, somebody like that to come in to compete for a place because they're, they're just fed up, or Heaton certainly is fed up with doing that at Burnley.
2: Yeah, yeah. How about outgoing? So, uh, Marco Anatovic, I know we're trying to stop talking about him, but uh, he came up today. What What's your view now of, of Anatovic? And then, obviously, we've had Fernandes go... We've had Perez go, I'm trying to think who else, Sam Byram go, Hugo will go on loan, and I remember... Oh, uh, Marcus Brown as
1: well. Well, Arnatovich, utter wanker. Uh, very pleased to see the back of him. I, I Even when he was scoring goals, and it looked as if he did actually believe in what was going on at West Ham, um, he was outstanding. But as soon as all the China stuff happened in January... Um, he mentally he was off and i can't stand players like him i have to say i'm glad he's gone even though he would have kept the the squad stronger had he stayed uh i think he would have been a disruptive influence there were all sorts of rumors about players that didn't like him um although you look on instagram and sort of they were all sort of wishing him well or a lot of them were so i'm not i'm not sorry to see the back of him i think that Allaire will score more goals than him i think he will provide more for the team um Fernandez, I'm really sorry that he's gone. I always thought he was a cracking prospect, and I think that's one we may live to regret. Marcus Brown, the same, although I gather there are questions about his attitude. Um, mm-hmm. Who were the others? Oh, Perez, yeah. Didn't, I mean, although if you look at Perez's goal scoring record per minute, it wasn't actually that bad. But he's one of the. Yeah, yeah he's 2. One, one of the.
2: For, 2.1 million, 6.75 million for Fernandez, obviously 22.5 for. Marco Anatovic, 200,000 for Marcus Brown, 750,000 for Sam Byron. That's a strange one, isn't it? We seem to. I mean, Sam Byron, we bought,
1: was it somewhat 3 million or 5 million? One or the other?
2: 5.1 million.
1: And he, okay, he was very injury prone. I always thought he looked a really good player when he played most of the time. Yes, he made one or two mistakes, but show me a, a, a right back that doesn't. Um, so I'm very sad that he's gone. And for I mean, Norwich have got a real steal there for a Premier League side to buy a player who could – I don't know whether he is going to walk into their first team because I think they've actually got quite an impressive right back. Um, but that that was an absolute snip for three-quarters of a million. And I don't understand – and this, is, this has been going on for 20 years or probably more – why do we always sell players for a lot less than we ought to be able to get for them? I heard you yeah. last week talking about your valuations of the squad. And I, I will yeah. guarantee you that in virtually every case, you would be overvaluing them for for what we would get for for them because yeah. you, you would have thought that was the one thing that Karen Brady. Oh, I know she doesn't really she doesn't really do the transfers, but
2: well, she doesn't. she not really do she doesn't she doesn't get involved in transfers whatsoever.
1: Okay, well, you would have, you would have thought she don't do that... Oi, oh, oh,
2: Calm down, your time to speak is a bit later. Carry on here. <laughs> Um I've finished. <laughs> Um, So my final question to you before we come to uh, uh, Nigel is obviously we've, we've done the business so far. We've had some outgoings. There's room for one more signing, I'm told, my senior source tells me, maybe a young squad player. What position would you like that person to be
1: in? I had thought that we were a little bit light on centre-backs, but actually I've changed my mind on that because Declan Rice can obviously play at centre-back. We've got so many midfielders that uh, any one of them could could stand in for him. Um, and we've got Winston Reid back. I don't imagine he's going to be first choice, but I think we probably are covered there. I still think that we're light up front. Um, it wouldn't at all surprise me if Hernandez actually did go before the transfer deadline somewhere. Um, I think we need another striker. And I would like to see us look at players like the Rangers' um, striker, Is it Morelos? Yeah. Who's got a phenomenal scoring record. Um, questions about his temperament, given the number of times he gets sent off. But everyone I know who's a Scottish football fan raves about him. And we do need competition for places up front. And we do have a record of strikers getting injured. If Allaire gets injured and Hernandez gets injured... All we've got really is Antonio. You've got um what's his name? Is it Sande? But oh, he's Silver. only played in one game. Well, Silver, sorry. And and he's, well, he's he's still injured, so I'm not sure if you well. you read the, the So story. I I would have thought it really we really need to get another striker from somewhere, yeah. even even if it is um a young younger squad player.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well so so while you mention Silver, if you haven't read the news today, Silver, um, was on holiday in Portugal, had a bowel obstruction, rushed into hospital, uh, for emergency surgery. He was in hospital for, I think six weeks. He's just literally flown back to London today. I think he faces another four to six weeks before he can start properly training again. Um, but, um, it sounded like it was a bit hit and miss. You know, he, he was in a bit of a serious way. So we'd heard he had some problem with him um, and it was, it was released today by Football London exactly what happened. So hopefully he's, he's going to be back fit and, and fighting for a place in the squad as well this season. So, Nigel, I know you've been patient. Before you start, um, have you been sacked by uh, West Ham till I die?
1: <laughs> no.
2: A, well, I haven't seen. I thought you a were a Thursday man. When I
1: asked member the team, and we'll be posting. I'm sure when the season starts.
3: But, but, but I will be back soon. I just had a. I just had a little break. Oh. I've been sorting out work stuff, and we um, don't stop on clarity,
2: You know, we don't. We, we, we churn out ten stories.
3: In. But you write garbage. Oy. You know, if I wanted to put out garbage, <laughs> I'd
2: write the clarity. Oh, your. that is really unfair. I was not to. That's so. really unfair. I bet you read it just the same. <laughs>
3: No, I don't.
2: <laughs> anyway, uh, obviously, we've spoken to you about the um, the season so far. So, so the news since the last time we spoke last Monday. At the time, I said no more signings. Um, we've now said mm, room for one squad player after Obiang went, and um, and Marcus Brown. Obiang went for seven million euros, so that's about six point two five million. Uh, there's a little add-on that will get us to about seven million uh we've got the fifa solidarity fee that takes five percent and and some money went off elsewhere as well uh which gave us about a net of about five something million uh marcus brown which was a shocking one and i think ian talked about some uh some attitudes issues went for two hundred thousand to middlesbrough which was a bit of a shock but it's money off the wages on both i think Oviang was on about 48 grand a week. Uh, Brown was only on about three grand a week, but it, it all adds up. And um, I'm sure you know earlier, Nigel, I got in a little bit of trouble doing a wages story um, from, a, no. uh, from a source. And I'd written a story about how we'd saved over uh, 16 million on the wage bill. And I'd written, you know, how we'd save money on an out of it and Obiang, etc. And I added it all up. Uh, back of a fag packet and said, look, Allaire was on a uh, 70 and other people coming in with other things. And I was told oh, off. Yes. I was told off. Yes, you was. A little bit of an exclusive. And I always get in trouble for doing this, but <laughs> should I say how much Alair is on or not? Or do I just get myself in more trouble by releasing how much they're on?
3: Well, it's not nice when you tell people they're on 100 grand a week, is it?
2: he's on 110, actually. Oh, yeah, 110. Um, no, keep it quiet. Okay. And, no, there. yeah, yeah. So I won't say he's... And then 20 grander um, appearance bonus and gold bonuses. But but what the point is, and and the same with Four Nows and the others, is they're on a lot more than I originally... That was originally reported. Not I'd said. I didn't make up. This is what was reported in the press. So the incoming players are on a lot more that was being reported. A lot of the players leaving were not on as much as reported. Some of the people last year were on loans, so of course Oxford and Byron and Hugel, they were all out on loans, full wages and loan fees. So, long and short of it is, we haven't got as much money as I said we did uh, to spend, um, and I've been putting my place. So,
3: this is the problem with with, with being a messenger: yeah. is that is that people think you're always the messenger. Yeah, I know. I know. And they don't. And they don't. <laughs> Look at what you're saying when it's like, this is what I think, not what I know. Yeah. People always think, this is what I know. Yeah. And they don't realise you only know half as much as you think. Know. <laughs> so. Excellent.
2: So, so anyway, let's go um, to what you know. What What your thoughts about? Obviously, <laughs> we've had Obiang leaving for just over $6 million heartfelt pent letter to, to uh, the chairman and, and the video, which I'm sure you've seen, right way to do it in my he view. Got a
3: tear to the eye. Didn't didn't?
2: Even though, why he had to write
3: a letter to the chairman? who then published it <laughs> on the website. Yeah. You know, why Why not write to the fans? Well,
2: he, he did a video to the fans, didn't which he? you you're so picky, you know? Yeah.
3: Well, I don't know, didn't he? <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Oh, no, I'm not <laughs> knowing him. It was just the bit that said, dear Mr. Sullivan. You know, I thought he let himself
2: down a put <laughs> putting in Mr. Sullivan. Your hatred, I know, your hatred of the board knows knows <laughs> no boundaries. It doesn't. <laughs> so, what's your view? Where we are now, we've lost two more, getting one in. What What is your view? Do, who's Who's? If we If we are going to get one more squad player in, would you think it's all smoke and mirrors, and we're about to spend forty million on another player? And it's all smoke
3: and no, I don't think that. I mean, at the moment, we're in trouble. Uh, second from bottom. <laughs>
0: alphabetically.
3: Um, down in the bottom three. Yeah. On goal difference, obviously, but or alphabetically, but we're in trouble. Right. And we need to be looking to get. We are light up front, as Ian said. Uh, I see somewhere, I think West Ham said we had five forwards, but three of them were possibly midfielders. I don't know. It wasn't
2: Winglitch a
3: midfielder, technically? He, well, he was a winger that got put up front. So then he became well, a forward. There you go. So all your wingers, uh, think, you can
2: make him forward.
3: Yeah, but you, you know Antonio's not a Marko Anatovich, is he? No. He's not. When we put Antonio up front, he but doesn't score. he's got
2: score. pace and people don't know how to handle him and he just doesn't know what to do when he gets... Yeah, I'm not,
3: I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is he's not a forward player. If you're going to define a forward player as a goal scorer, yeah. then the two we've got are, are Chikorito. And uh, Allah. Yeah. Aller. So, yeah, that's it. I'll oh, do it the German way. Thanks, yeah. uh, Ian. Um So, we, we are light up front or with a goal scorer. If you lose one of them, the, the way I look at it is, is we, we play the league team. And then who are we going to play up front in the Cups? I well, know, Silver. Oh, he's going to be injured, isn't what? he? Oh, you just said he's out for another
2: fight to six well, weeks. Forwards. Then he's got when's to get I, match when's fit. Our first, um, when's our first? What's uh, first cup game? Well, oh, end of August, isn't it?
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. See, you know it's. I, I still think. Who
1: are the, who are the forwards in the um, youth team? I can't think of one. Because normally we have, sort of have a goal scorer yeah. there, but I can't. They actually struggled remember the other day against Baghdad
3: Didn't get a good write up. Uh, I don't know if it was yeah. like 0 0 or something like that, but nobody covered themselves in glory. I think all that have come up have sort of been pushed upwards that would play under 23, yeah. perhaps only Holland still left to come in. But then again, the problem with Holland is he is
2: uh, a midfielder as yeah. well where we've overcompensated. So would we like to let Jordan uh, Hugill go? I mean, he's um obviously we tried to- I think for Jordan Hugill's career it was right to let. You know, you can't keep 50% not- of his wages, you know that. We're paying it's going to cost us. A-
3: yeah, but at the end of the day it's still right for his career. The bloke you know, and in a way I think a lot of West Ham fans defended him, or he's right. You know, West Ham bought him and they offered him the 35 grand a week. Now, the bloke was never going to get anywhere near that playing in the championship. Yeah. Quite when you look at his goal scoring record for Preston and other clubs, it never set the world alight. He was never a player you would pick out to go and play in the Premier League. He's probably an average championship goal scorer. So, when he's given that opportunity and contracts, and that is the only time he's going to ever get money like that.
2: I don't blame the guys that were holding on for the money. Well, funny enough, QPR ran a story saying, before West Ham signed him, they were about to sign him for 1.2 million, and then we bought him for nine. I mean, I'm not going to go on about this. Well, did we buy him for nine?
3: Well. I don't think we did. I bet it was something like four and a half, and there was all add-ons and extras and stuff like that. Transfer market says
2: 9.1. It's usually pretty accurate. But again, Just because a website calls itself transfer market doesn't make it the transfer market. I don't know. I've never been told the actual.
3: Just like a website might say it's got West Ham news, but then it may not. (laughs) Oh, you cheeky
2: little sod. Um, Look, I don't know. I've never (laughs) been told by a source or anybody what the real price was. I know that there was real bad, um, uh, bad feeling about what happened and, I'm going to leave it there because, as I said last week, I, it's not me to make accusations of what went on. But it is what it is. He's out for, you know, we are saving him a million quid. They're paying 60% of his 33 grand a week wages. So it's about 20 grand they're paying. We're paying the other 13. Um, you know, and if he sets the world on light at Rangers, at Cuba, Queen's Park Rangers, then, then maybe he's got a little bit of value in him. Who knows? You know, he, he might just, you know, knock him in for fun. I doubt it because he was at Middlesbrough last year and he didn't knock him right, in for fun. But things change. Um, so, uh, uh, where, which position would you have for you know? We've got one squad player, young squad player. Um, same question I asked Ian to you. Where would you? What position would you? I'd you be, be looking at a striker. Yeah. Yeah. A young striker.
3: Well, it's going to be young because that's what you're saying. That's what the sources said we're going to look for a young player, quite what they deem as young, quite where you're going to fight. It can only be, I'd imagine, someone from abroad. France, maybe? Um, because,
2: well, probably, or Spain, you or know, championship the MLS, players. the MLS Defender of the Year. What's his name, Long? Well, he's not a forward, though, is he? Yeah, I'm just saying. So if I was talking about forwards... He could play as a forward. Mark O'Dowdowicz well, did.
1: <laughs> so did Ian Pierce. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. So did Paul Wilton. So, yeah. Nice so, did Ian, so did he. So did I shouldn't <laughs> laugh at my own jokes, yeah. should I? Really? It's it's not a very good, uh, you know. No.
2: Um, so, Nigel, let's move on from transfers. Unless there's any other transfer questions. Uh, pre-season friendly. Uh, yeah. Fulham. I'm sure you've seen the highlights. I know you didn't. You didn't go to the game. And, the goal. Yeah. yeah, good goal. Well, it was a good goal. Keeper should have saved it, in my opinion. But apart from that, yeah, it
3: was a good goal. Good turn from outside the box. Nice curling shot. Um,
2: Do we take yeah. anything away I mean, from it was him? a poor
3: cross by, Lanzini, um, by Creswell. Let's get this right. Creswell, poor cross into the box. Badly cleared by the defender. Luckily for us, straight in Nice little turn. Curls it in. Not sure it was top corner. I think it was more middle. That's why I thought the keeper could have done better. But then again, we beat a Fulham side that's gone down. I don't know if they've cleared the decks. I don't know what team they had out. They had a pretty good... Pre-season friendlies is not about the result for me. It's all about players getting fitness, getting ready. You know, we could have lost it and I probably would have f- still felt the same. It wouldn't it wouldn't have bothered me.
2: Yeah, uh,
1: how, how about you? In did you watch any of the highlights or the goal for um, for Saturday against Fulham? I've seen all, um, many of the highlights, any of the friendlies so far. But uh, it sounded from the I listened to a bit of the commentary as well. It sounded as if most of the players that we put out did okay. I, I think it was a fairly strong Fulham side, wasn't it? I mean, that, all, most of the players that I remember hearing were recognised first teamers. Yeah. So um, look. We've had a strange pre-season in a way because a lot of the players haven't been there to play, um, but having either been away or just come in, I think the China trip was a huge mistake um, because I just don't think that long trips like that do anybody any good. It's much better to keep the squad together, either at home or uh, somewhere. I mean, they normally go to Australia. I always think those kind of trips are much more valuable for a team that, than going halfway around the world.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, we were missing four players. Uh, Mark Noble were missing with a slight injury. He had a dead leg. Um, we had uh, Oborna missing because he's got a sore back. Um, Winston Reid was rested because they don't want to rush him back from a long injury, so he was he was missed out. And I think he's he's unlikely to play against uh, Berlin in Austria. And there's one other player who was missing. Who was it?
3: Sorry, name the three players you were talking about. <laughs> you, switched <laughs> off, didn't you? you
2: switched off. You switched off. I know Noble didn't play. Mark Noble had a dead uh, leg. Um, yeah. Then we had Obiang. Uh, Obonner, sorry, had uh, a sore yeah. back. Obonner oh, is he? Is he Irish now? Is he?
1: Ogbonner. Do you do you do this yeah. on purpose, oh, okay. Sean? Purposely mispronounce every no, single <laughs> player that we <laughs> I have. No, it's, I think he's this is your equivalent of a comedian's yeah. sort of, what's the word? Comic um, effect, yeah. Ugh, yeah. Every single player. How about Fredericks? The worst one, the worst one that you do is... it Begins with B. Bebwana. Yeah, exactly. Now, that is not a difficult name to pronounce. Belbuana. <laughs> Nearly. Nearly.
2: <laughs> I've given up.
1: Fredericks was the other one, by the way. Oh, right. Well, you'd have thought he'd have played, wouldn't you? No, he had was a he he's
2: got he had a slight injury as well. Right. Uh, what was it? I'm trying to remember what it was. Um I'm I'm just reading Dead Leg for Fred. Oh groin. He had a groin strain. So um they all flew off to Austria, including those four. So I'm told they play on Wednesday night, don't they?
3: Yeah, uh er for Berlin. Like er for, er for, King, Berlin. Er for Berlin. It's
1: actually, it's actually just, just to correct your pronunciation, on, it's Helter Berlin.
2: Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we approach, just before we go to uh, question time, we we'll see what has given you a little pre-warning, Nigel. Um, Ian, are you going to... Uh, the Betway Cup or the beginning of the the kick-off, the, the, the uh, Premier League against uh, Man City?
1: No, because when the Betway Cup is being played, I shall be interviewing Christian Amonpour in Edinburgh. Oh, uh, Or will I? No, that's the next week, isn't it? Who will I be doing on the third? Kirsty Walk I'll be interviewing. So, no, I won't be going to that mm. and I won't be going to the Manchester City game either. So if anyone wants two tickets, I've got two free. There you go, in the in the posh seats as well. In the 1966 seats, in the, the royal box, yeah. as I like to call it.
2: Nigel, I think we've asked you. You're not going to bet. Who's
3: guess. the
1: coin then? <laughs> <laughs> you put him over the net, I'll knock him back, Nigel. <laughs> 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 Nigel? I don't want any get on this podcast. Well, he's normally racist. Let him be homophobic <laughs> this week.
3: Yeah. Come on. Now I'm with dear. you
1: on that. I think we all get far too sensitive about these things.
2: Yes. Right. You. Uh yeah. I think you said you're there's something happening on the Betway Cap, isn't there? My mum's seventieth. Uh but you'll be at the uh the Man City game. I will be at Man City, yeah. Right.
3: I I I've got a ticket for Brighton as well. Have you? Oh, it's possible. I've got to do something that day. Well, you're not allowed to
2: transfer them because um, there's new rules on away game, so They're non-transferable. Is that right? And if you get caught, you'll lose all your rights. So I wouldn't be saying that it's available to anyone.
3: Well, no, it's not available at the moment. Basically, <laughs> I've got a new shed coming. Oh, just because Gonzo's got a new shed and the
2: other guy... No, it's,
3: it's not. But it's basically this shed. I did get it, but it's too small. Which shed walls, people that have been in it. Yeah, the people that have been shed- in it will be amazed at I'm saying it's too small. So I've actually gone for the next size up, so I've gone for a six meters by five metres. And I think I may fill that up, but I think I've got to stop. Because the problem is every week I'm still buying with stuff. With sheds, it's not
2: at the size, it's what you do with it,
1: Nigel.
3: Well, you've not been here, but I mean, those that have... I mean, it's like rammed to the rafters, which is West Ham stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... I just wanted to have a quick word about Mark Noble yeah. because I wonder how many games you think he's going to play this season. Um, given the midfielders that we have and given the fact that Wilshire seems to be not only fit but actually looking as if he could be a real core cool component of this team, um, do we think that Mark Noble is going to play more than half the games? I, the short answer is no
2: but he always surprises and and i think he's going to be back up for uh, i just can't see carlos sanchez oh doing that oh my god many
1: games. can we please get rid of him but you
2: just you know yeah but you just know how it's going to be you're going to say on paper mark noble doesn't get a start but you know what will happen the injuries will come in by christmas and mark noble i will i'll put my neck on the line now and say i bet you he plays over half the games this season not the majority but over half the games, even though it doesn't look like it at the moment.
1: Do we know if Allaire is a
2: penalty taker? Yes, he is. He scored because someone was saying how many of his, his goals he scored from penalties. He is a penalty taker, yeah. Nigel?
1: Because mm. we,
3: well, I, I mean, for me, the fact that if he plays over half the game, Sean, surely he's played the majority. All right, all but right. Anyway. England. Apart from that, yeah. picking you up again. I, I mean me, everybody keeps doing this. They go, Oh, this is the year Noble's got to be benched, blah, blah, blah. And every year mm. he steps up to the plate. Um I I, I, I think West Ham needs a Mark Noble in the team. I'd rather have Noble and Wilshire together. I think Wilshire is a long term replacement for Noble. But if you Mark Noble that finished last season was strong. And we were better with him at the end of last season than we were without him.
1: So No, he was. I mean, I would say in the in the second half of the season he, yeah, he was. So therefore one of the best to players. just say,
3: Oh, I don't think he's gonna start or whatever, I think he will. I think he's the captain, he's the leader, and he will he will start against Man City and then we go from there. I mean, the, the only thing is if you look Pellegrini will substitute him, but I think that's more to do with like giving him a rest you know rather than knocking him out 90 minute 90 minute 90 minute Yeah. yeah. which Give he did 60, quite often didn't he minutes, last season bring him off bring on a fresh pair of legs you know that's good management
1: it's it's interesting to chat wilshire is uh, only 27 yet yeah, he seems to have been around well, for donkey's years he, he, he broke
3: into their team at 16 17 uh, he was one of the youngest to play for arsenal yeah. so um but
1: do you know how many games he played for
3: Arsenal, it? was it? Oh, I do wish, with all
1: the
2: joking about wish, I really do yeah. hope he goes through a whole season without injury and, and really has a, you know, I don't think he's his Yeah, school. I do.
3: Well, he was an England international, uh, bar right, um, when he was fit and playing at Arsenal. Yeah, That's what 34 I'm saying, caps. Considering he's probably not played for England in four years. So that means he got all them caps before he was like 24, 23. So you can show what people thought of him as a youngster. Unfortunately, his body, but a bit like Andy Carroll, he's got to learn to play a different way. And then hopefully he won't get the injuries. Carroll never learned learned how to play a different way. And therefore, he he just put his body on the line too much.
1: He made his debut for England in 2010. Last time he played he was yeah, in 2016. Three years ago. There you go. All right. It's amazing what Wikipedia oh, is. Sean oh, Gibbsby.
3: He's Uh billionaire. Anyway.
2: <laughs> 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 How many.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. We're developing
2: oh, quite a, a good double act here, on week. Week. Oh, And then yeah. suddenly, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I'm just a glutton for punishment. I'm a masochist. <laughs> A fool, I
1: think. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so time for
2: this. So we yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's Facebook Twitter question time while you, the listeners, get to ask us, I'll the presenters, some them. questions which we may or may not answer. Nigel. Yeah, good bit of a in I had it from the start,
3: so I just wanted to wonder how slow you could read it. You've done well there, dragging the life out of that. Uh, More than just a podcast is back tonight with Nigel and Sean, who are joined by guest presenter Ian Dow from West Ham The best West Ham website there is. Thank you for putting that, Sean. Sending your questions or statements of fact before 7.30pm UK time for all our foreigner friends. Uh, There There are are. eight listeners, yeah. Yeah, or six of them live abroad. Uh first up is uh Dodzy who says Akia Ora, or hello now I'm back home. Uh, he's he's back home in Somerset or Somerset. So like you you see out there. Oh,
2: please
3: day, don't he he said great day at Fulham on Saturday, great boat trip. However, it was sad to see the ground three quarters empty. The three and a half thousand West Ham, he's put West Ham as one word. Now West Ham's one word is a little village in Sussex. <laughs> but anyway, fans uh, were fantastic and really made the day. You put me off there, Ian. I've, I've lost it now because I was thinking of the I'm Wurzels. Do it, Wurzels. I thought Johnson, Have you got an Edinburgh
2: <laughs> Fringe uh, show as well, Nigel. Oh, <laughs> <made? laughs> yeah. me. He might
1: have yeah. soon. He could be yeah, could. He could I'll I'll be my
3: There's a, a moose. Loose. Oh, no, no, no. not upset. No, no, no. not upset. No, not upset no. no, no yeah. Not
1: yeah. going to happen. Uh, up the
3: union. I thought Johnson was fantastic. The midfield were very creative, considering first time together. And Allah really showed great movement, both on and off the ball. However, we gave the ball away at the back very easily. Oh, dear. Question for Sean. Are you listening? Yeah, I saw one of the new rules was the goalie does not have to get the ball outside the 18-yard area
2: from a goal kick. What are the other new rules?
0: Um,
2: I did do an article on the new rules for the Premier League, and uh, well, apart from uh, VAR, obviously. He's he's. You no, know, I'm, I'm not looking. I'm not looking it up. I've done an article on it. I'll put a link on the the Facebook group to say what the new rules are. There's something about referees as well there's a new rule
1: for referees but I can't remember well they mustn't be blind
2: I don't know I'm not going to Wikipedia it because I'm not going to cheapen this this uh, podcast Nigel he's probably muted himself yes he has muted himself oh Sorry about that. I said I
3: said cheap in it. I went uh, unlike your website. I thought no, you muted
2: it. Uh, but anyway,
3: you missed that right. uh, Made Miriam yeah. his sidekick. Yeah. They're back together. Do you think it's strange that despite the Baroness spouting on about us having a waiting list, that there's still over a thousand tickets available for our home opener against the league champions? I noticed that the day list on general sale. Big full page advert in the Standard and the Metro. Is it a case that our transfer kitty, the waiting list is now bare? No.
2: No, it's not. I mean, we've got fifty-four thousand season ticket holders uh sold out again. Um the the waiting list has been trimmed. I believe it's still over thirty thousand. Um not all of them want you know, some of them turn down the offer because they're not they're waiting for a particular area or a particular seat or whatever. Fair enough. Um, A certain number of tickets have to remain um, to be sold. As you know, the price of tickets has gone up again by about two or three quid. It's a catch-a-gay game against Man City. We're likely to be beat. uh, beat. It's in the holiday season. What other excuses do you want me to give on why they haven't sold them out? And that was a
3: political broadcast on behalf of the Karen Brady party. (laughs)
2: Uh,
3: Tune in next week for more of the same. Uh, Liam Tyrrell, our friend in the North, pronunciation alert, or allure. It's like the way he does that. This is where he confuses me. Es, or E-S, isn't her, as in her, Berlin, nicked her, ta, or her ta. So I think he's backing up what Ian just said. It's not er, <laughs> Berlin, like er, kit, or er, daily, it's... <laughs>
1: Herta. No, oh, it's yeah. not even that. It's Herta. Herta Berlin. Her-
2: Herta. you got to say
3: Herta
1: Berlin. German accents, like, Nigel. Like, her flick. <laughs> uh, Berlin. <laughs> no, we <laughs> can't do that. Okay. Uh, for
3: some reason, Dodsey has put what he said again, twice. You don't get read out twice. Uh, next up, Christopher Dineen. All right, fellas. Thanks. Right. As things, I hope you're all looking forward to the new season as much as I am with Yomo Linko, Wilshire. I think he's got your disease, Sean. Yomo Linko, Wilshire, or Wilshire, and Lanzini back in the side, along with our new signings, Nows and Alla. Just hope we get another striker. I think we will need it if it ends up being on a three. No to Sturridge. Ian. You'd cry at this. There's no full stops, there's no. Oh, is, is I know, Nigel. No I'm used to it, mate.
1: Like, oh, I just won't think that one, didn't I? Oh, well, mate, got we go and start reading one of your articles, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I should have stopped there. Uh, self knowledge is, is a wonderful space. thing, mate.
3: It, it is so's Grammarly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as he feels. Oh, hold up. Oh, you've lost me. He's a wast, he's put. No way, <laughs> e, come on, of space. Soon as he feels a Nigel, he's on the floor crying no to Balotelli. He's not a team player, but I would take Wellback. Oh, I'll no. rate him. You see, God, he's put I'm sorry. How there.
1: can you possibly say we shouldn't have Sturridge? And then you say we should have Wellback. Sturridge actually scores a lot of goals, which Wellback has never done, as far as I can remember. And, and they're both equally as injury prone as each other. Yeah. The thing about Welbeck for me was uh, was the fact
3: that they're saying he wants 100 grand a week. When, oh, these players, I don't, they they overvalue themselves. And, and I think hopefully he won't get a club because they're priced. But clubs nowadays, the clubs that are going to take, no top club's going to take him. And no club of, of our liking, you know, the Leicesters, the, the um, Newcastles, even the Villas, they're not going to give him 100 grand a week on the off chance.
1: 20 grand a I mean, week? You look, at, you look at his scoring record. At Manchester United, he got 20 goals in 92 appearances, so one in every four and a half games. At Arsenal, he scored 16 and 88, so roughly the same. That doesn't entitle you to demand 100, and 100 grand a week if you're an injury-prone player, does it? Although his, his scoring record for England, actually, is very good, 16 and 42. I'd argue that wouldn't put you on 100 grand a week if you was a fit
3: player. But uh, w- no. well, wikipedia again there, Ian. Uh, yeah I know I'm, I I'm
2: impressed on fire now how about uh, Adabayor? he was linked today by the sun oh for nearly god's
1: 36. sake nearly 36
2: I used the aging app to make him a little bit older in my story but uh... <laughs> <laughs> is that is that an African aging app is that like
3: is it stop whoa, it stop whoa, it stop whoa. it stop it is it, it in where they sort of age at it, a different speed what, like, t-
1: like t- Titi Kamara remember yeah. him yeah dear I, I, I swear he was over 40 when he came to us I think
2: his waist was
1: oh right there's nothing wrong with that um yeah adobe no 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 go on let's move on he's a he's another Arnautovic. um he'll come and he'll 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 come and kiss the badge on the first day and uh and then he'll just be disruptive that's what he's done at every club he's been at Mm -hmm. Mm, right actually Uh, Chris, just
2: just to add something else i don't know if you heard but um sam allardyce your friend nigel was on uh uh, talk sport this morning i don't listen to talk sport Go and and
1: he said nigel listens to lbc i
2: do actually yes
1: <laughs> uh was particularly was, between seven and ten in the evening and for the many podcasts yes he was
2: saying how adobe was just about to join west ham and he'd sold carton cold to west brom and daniel levy rang him up and said the deal was off and he had to go in and break the news to Carlton Cole, Carl, and he said Carlton Cole Carl had a strop with him and didn't speak to him for two weeks.
1: Don't blame oh, him.
2: There you go. Well,
1: go. I
3: never spoke to him. Anyway, Chris goes on to finally finish. Uh, loving the podcast. Been listening to all the old ones right back to when you first started. <laughs> <laughs> uh, keep up the good work, lads. Yeah, enjoy your time in Rampton. Chris. <laughs> uh, Paul Sanders. So we've had the new carpet, beer shelves, and uh, uh, well, a carpet and shelves. What additional match day experience might we have this season? Incidentally, just saw final score, a nice to see the old place. Oh, I think he means the film, not the BBC yeah. football yeah. results roundup. Uh, you do start to forget little bits of what the bowling was like. Not in my shed, you don't. And as rubbish as the film was, I'd recommend a watch for any hammer. Now, you, you might even spot me in the crowd. Oh, that old chestnut. That's like me with Green Street where I go, yeah, I was in the... You can't miss me walking down. I would
2: the a Blue shirt
3: on. Now, Finally.
2: I'll really? Hammers... answer this first. What, I'll tell you what we're missing. There's two things. The most obvious one is Wi-Fi. And we've been waiting oh, fuck for while. off while, but but after going to go the Spurs' new um, stadium and, and trying that out, I'm really really set on a USB charger built into the seat and and a and a heated seat <laughs> as well. I oh, really well, like. Yeah. He's got them in the 1966. you the. Oh, wrong yeah, spot he, hasn't got a, he has I bet you hasn't got a heated seat or a phone charge. Uh, sorry, he's uh, got his name on his seat. Charger. Yeah, it's a piece of sticky tape that they put on afterwards.
1: I have got my mum's name on the seat next to me as well. All right, well, All right.
2: and you get your free programme.
1: Yeah, when I remember to take yeah, the little to thing vouched. to get it. Um, but yeah,
2: you don't have a heated element in your seat. Do I don't
1: you? have a heated element in my seat. No. Only when he
2: farts. Yeah, and Thank you. you don't. Have, and you don't have a USB.
1: Uh, no, I would quite like that, though I have to say. But um, yeah. that's the sort of thing you'd expect at Arsenal rather than Spurs, isn't it?
2: Yeah.
1: Were I you really in Green one? Street? Sean, you should... always carry one of
2: them portable ones around with you, anyway. I know I do, but it would be nice not to carry them anymore and just have it built into your seat. Yeah, that's just what we need. Anyway, carry on.
1: I want to know. I, I uh, want to know about Green Street. Were you really in that, Nigel? No. no.
3: <laughs> well, I put. A, I was in the crowd. Obviously, oh, they so, filmed it at the game I was oh, at. Okay. And I was in the crowd scene, walking down Green Street. That, if you spot me, I'm in the West Ham One shirt. of the songs from One of me. the
1: songs from the theme of that, I think it's one of the best songs I've ever heard, um, which I now can't remember. What was it? It was when all the fight scene at the end. It it sounded like a Dire Straits song. Um, hang on. Carry on, and I'll get it up on my phone and play it Money to you. Money for
3: nothing will keep you head in for free. No, it wasn't. Move that. on, no.
2: because
1: we're uh, on oh, right. an hour
3: limit. Anyway, oh, yeah. We finally what Emmers will you put in your fantasy team? He's going for Fabianski-Anderson as well.
2: I've already put um, Allaire in, and um, I've also put uh, Anderson in. um, And I usually put, although he's not in yet, uh, Fabianski, I usually put Free West Ham. All right, Ian's on. I
1: I don't do... Do you do fantasy? No, I used to, but I don't anymore. Um, All right.
2: Do you still uh, do your uh, league on West Ham till I die? What's it called? The Predictor. Oh, do
1: oh, oh, no.
2: oh, I've mentioned the war. No,
1: I'm, I, am I'm, I'm actually revamping West Ham till I die, so I might do it later in the season, but it won't be ready at the beginning. Here's here's this song I was telling you about. Do, do you recall this? It takes a while. To, it playing. takes a while to get going.
3: Sounds like the thing the local era, But...
1: Remember it? The of
3: no, no. We're only allowed thirty <laughs> seconds of music, by the way, Ian. Before we had to <laughs> pay five Pete at the record. I had, to, I had <laughs> to put
1: that into an MP three file <laughs> off YouTube so I could have it on my phone. I love that song. Anyway, yeah. Right. The, who, who sang it? Oh God, I've got this gone now. Um, Terence, Terence, what's oh. his name? No, Trent Barby. It's it, he's got a ring through his nose. I do know that Terence J. But you can find oh. it on YouTube. It's well worth a all listen. Right. And there's, a, yeah, I'll look it up. <clears throat> anyway,
2: anyway, are you, are, you doing, are you first of all? Are you doing a, a league, a fancy league this this year? Um, uh, a team? Predictor league? oh me,
3: yeah. Uh, I always chuck one in and I don't do all that transfer crap and all that bollocks, and I'm always
2: rubbish at it. So the know? league code just for the people who do want to play uh, more than just a podcast. The league code for this year is F. WY259. That's Foxtrot Whiskey Yankee259 to join the More Than Just a Podcast Fancy League. While we're at it, Super Six, which is more Nigel's. I beat him last year. I'll beat him again this year. The code for the league this year for More Than Just Podcast is 140. One PN8 Papa November 8. 140 P -P 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 Papa November 8. There you go. Luckily, because I'm organised,
3: I've put that on the Facebook group. Excellent. Unlike you, who have not put fantasy football yeah. oh. on the Facebook group. Anyway,
2: moving on, moving on.
3: And if you, if you want to play Super 6 and you live abroad, if you put your scores on the Facebook page, I'll try and add them in. But remember, you've got to do it every week. Why are you so not I'll try
2: play, and play uh, Super 6 abroad because it's a gambling app. Because, yeah,
3: Americans are not allowed to gamble online. Yeah, found not,
2: yeah. So, this is stupid
3: rules. Anyway, anyway, moving on. Chris Hooper, he went to the Fulham game and he thought the first-half team looked great and hopes to keep them all fit. There's potential. This is where he goes a bit silly. For top six, <clears throat> finish the midfield. is full of creativity. Something we've been sadly lacking.
2: He just worries about our defence. Yeah. Uh, all... but, but if our... Chelsea, as I said oh. earlier, if Chelsea... If, if um, Frank Lampard makes up, there could be a top six position available. I'm not saying we'll get it, but you never know. You know, we, no. we're pushing for a seventh position. We could have ourselves in top six, you know, by accident. And go, oh, fancy Three. that. How many times in our history have West Ham finished above six? Um, In, in the <laughs> championship, quite a few no. times. No. Dickhead.
3: Yeah, quite. At the top division. The top division. He's filling because he's trying to look it up, and I'm going to beat him there because it's I twice. Don't know, twice. All right. Well, twice, I know it's going
2: to say I know it's at least once because of 1986, but I didn't know the other time. Yeah, the other time was under rednet. Right. So <laughs> the Greek
3: goddess herself, Belinda, says, she Greek? What would you consider success for the coming season?
1: I used to live in Walthamstow. <laughs> uh, well, she is, but she's
3: Greek Chinese from Walthamstow. I think she said. So,
2: oh, dear. yeah, yeah. Getting more trouble. I just don't.
3: So uh, anyway, that's what Blinda said. What is success for the coming season? Um, top eight. Success. That's success. That's success.
1: All right. No, no. Top
3: eight, Ian.
1: Um. Yeah, I would say that because I think anything above what we did last time, surely that has to be an improvement. I'd like to think we could get to seventh, um, and I think there is, you know, I think either Arsenal or Chelsea are going to drop out of the top six this season, so there is a chance there for us to really motor on it if we if we can score goals like we did last year, um, and it's just the the defense is going to be the key part. We all love um, Diop, we all love Bal- Balbuena. Sean, um, well, but well, we well, have well, to recognise well, that we let, we let in a hell of a lot of goals last season, and we we reckon we had one of the best goalkeepers in the league and one of the best central defences, and yet we let in all those goals. That's got to stop this time.
3: Yeah, it could be down to the midfield though and letting the players through, and we've not really well. It's down them, to a lot of things, isn't it? Midfield.
1: But um, it is. Yeah. In the in in the I end, mean, that that has got to stop. You cannot get into the top six if you if you <laughs> shed goals like we did last season. No.
3: And that is West Ham's trouble, yeah. basically. Uh, to answer Bell's question, of course, there is only one way West Ham is successful, and that's by winning a trophy. I know you're going to say that. Uh, everything at all, well, that is well, everything you? else. the Betway Cup. It's every, everything, and uh, not the Betway Cup. Oh, come on, it's a trophy. Yeah, I, I even doubt that because, look, if it's a trophy, knowing our lot, they'll sell it off in 10 years' time when it's sponsored by someone else at some dodgy auction. So that's
2: probably we how we missed they out think on the Asia trophy. trophy. Close. Yeah. Yeah. We've yeah, we done well there. And close. Yeah. We, got the, we got into the semi final, though, didn't we? What? The Asia Trophy? Yeah, the Asia Trophy, yeah. Yeah, well, we did get a buy through all the other rounds. Yeah, that's true. And we, we did almost get through to the final because Man City nearly couldn't get their plane in the air. But, um, yeah. Yeah, but apart from that, they turn think, up on with 24 hours' notice and beat us. I think we've got a good chance of being in the, winning the Betway Cup this season. I really do. I, uh, well, in-
3: you know, we'll go to predictions, but I still think we'll lose. Okay. Uh, Dave Sperry, which rhymes with Berry, and Dave Berry was in, Are You Being Served? And he was a pop star in the 70s. But anyway, this is and Dave he, Sperry. And he
1: presents The Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio.
3: Yeah, but I don't think that's the same Dave Berry, No,
1: it? it isn't. No, no. all right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I was just I was just proving I'm a man of 2019. I'm yeah. not used 1968.
3: I, I, w- I would not have known Dave Berry did the uh, absolute way because obviously I'm listening. To Nick Ferrari, of but, course you are. So with all the improvements West Ham have made, which would you rather have: a great cup run, of a European spot? Oh, see, he's, so he's put of instead of or. Oh, all. Right. This a great was... cup run or a European spot. I like the idea of Europe, go there on holiday then, but I'm afraid that there isn't enough depth to play in Europa.
1: Well, there isn't with the current squad uh, numbers, you're right, but that would be the following season, wouldn't no.
2: it? Yeah, Europe for me. Yes, Europe? Yeah.
3: All right. Well, as a true Brexiteer, I'm going to go with the cup. That's it.
1: Screw them. Um, yeah. Well, it depends. What, what do you Europe, mean by a good a cup run? To me, a good cup run means you get to the final. Um, in which case I would... Oh,
3: you're arse! I always think a semi-final Doesn't, spot keeps me you easily
1: pleased.
2: Yeah. So semi-final or Europe? <laughs> and a, I assume when you say Europe, you're talking Europa League instead of Champions League. Well, it's Europe. I, I, I'll take Champions League if we get it. Um, but I'm not that deluded. But, but no, so, if the answer was Champions League, you're saying you still run a, a semi-final in the League Cup. Let's make it worst case scenario. Semi-final in the League Cup over Champions League. Are you mad? I'd take the semi-final
3: <laughs> of the Betway Cup over the Champions League. But, I, I mean, if you want to be really stupid. But obviously, you know, no. I, I would take, yeah, semi-final. Look, there's no glory in finishing sixth, really. Well, there's no glory in being in a semi-final that you lose. Well, no, true. <laughs> but we've had some fine day outs. Well, i West
1: tell West
2: that. I mean, the FA Cup semi-final maybe, but the Milk Cup, come on. It's the Rumblow's cup now, Sean. Come on, keep up. Is it
3: no, called? it's
1: not. It's the carabao cup. Caribou. Oh, is it? No, it isn't. <laughs> I, hey, listen, I'm not taking any lessons in pronunciation <laughs> from you. It's an animal, you dickhead. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's been a very right. sweary episode this time. That's you, you brought this one down in. I know. You, Come on, move uh, on. Up. Mitch Taylor. I know it was touched on during the last show, but Sean skirted around the question as usual. <laughs> A saving of nearly 300 grand a week. So he's read your article. Yeah. So this is you. I'll give the wrong message out. Yeah. 15 million a year on wages yeah.
2: must allow for three more quality players. I got it wrong. As I said at the beginning of the podcast, I got it wrong. I was corrected. Um, and um, it's not 15 million. I haven't yeah. done the sums again. I will do because it will be another article. Um, but it's, it's uh, the, the players coming in earn a lot more. A lot of the players thought to earn a lot more were on a lot less. And it was balanced up by Nasri only being six months and a number of people being out alone and loan fees and da 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 da. All right. Thanks. So I don't know if you skirted around that again. We're still He's... skin. No, all right. Let me just make it really blunt. We're still skin. We've still got no money. And we will just use a bit of the five million quid that came from Obiang to get another squad player. And that's it, but there's no what the cupboard is bare. All right, let's let's be completely blunt about it. Oh my brother. C B D M and Striker. they wouldn't need to
3: start, but to provide depth we need them. Buy, he's put BY, I think you forgot the U. Buy young, and they will increase in value under Pellegrini anyway. Possibly, but it gotta be good enough. Uh regular of the show, Mr. ear Gravat read somewhere that Anderson is moved a to a Champions League club. Uh, with all the talk of such clauses inserted into the Haller deal. Do you happen to know if Anderson has this type
2: of Santa clause? I'm not aware of that. Certainly Allaire um doesn't have that, that um clause in the contract to move to Champions League. And I would be flabbergasted if uh, Anderson had uh, a similar clause. It's um Yeah. yeah. I I, I, just, I would know by now, I'm sure, but
3: I don't believe
1: Would me. you take fifty million for him if it were offered? Yes. Yeah,
3: so would I. Oh, all... or Ant... I Yeah, I think
2: we could we could um we could Up front though. No, up front, no instalments. Up
3: front. he plays on the week. <laughs> <laughs> Move on. Uh Oliver Staple has got a question for Ian. And I think it's only for Ian. Okay. Does Ian Dow believe Boris will get us out of the EU by thirty <laughs> first <31st> of October? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! I music. Well, I've always Go. been
1: a great fan of Johnson, Ben Johnson. All right. So we don't want to get into politics, do we? No.
2: No. It's a politician's answer. You know, you know. Um, um, Ian was nearly a politician, um, and yeah. so that was a politician's answer. So move
1: on.
3: Well, look, if anything, I, I've still got faith in Boris. Um, All right, it, well, exactly. You you, you have, you have the the hit the nail on the
1: head in... there. He will either be the greatest Prime Minister we've had in years or he will be the most terrible Prime Minister. And um, a phrase that I invented, which I see other people are stealing, he could be the Lady Jane Grey of British politics. No, you, you oh, haven't I... got clear what that means, have you?
3: Is that no. the people that made? <laughs> Was she related to Earl Grey and made the tea?
1: <laughs> she was Queen of England for nine England. days, the shortest reigning monarch. And I reckon that if he doesn't get us out of the EU on 31st of October, he will be our shortest reigning Prime Minister because he'll then lose an election.
3: What is the sh- who is the shortest reigning Prime Minister?
1: George Canning. He's got to, Boris has got to get to the 19th no, of November. He's to got a statue on Canning. Parliament Square. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. And do you know, it's possible that, and this is true, that Canning Town was rumoured, I think. To have been named after him. Oh, really? Well, that would be Because make sense, it I was suppose, something it. to do with India. Um, uh, around the time that Canning Town grew, I, f- I don't know if he was a prime minister or he was the Viscount of India or something, but it was either that or the Canning Meat work, Meat Factory you know, <laughs> or Canning <laughs> Factory. So, but, and, 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 there's, and honestly, the people cannot decide whether it was George Canning or the Canning Factory that Canning Town got its name from. <laughs> But why is that factual? Because obviously West Ham was born in Canning Town, people. And that's
1: why... You see, in on this has been a very educational podcast, I think.
3: There you go, isn't it?
2: I've
1: no, just stunned just Ian say, with my knowledge political. of George Cannon. It's not
2: a political or a history podcast. It's a football podcast. Can we, we get can. back to okay. football? Please? Taffy
3: Wallback, the legend that is uh, in China, uh, he says to me he couldn't make the games in Nianjing or Shanghai as he was working. But he did see the Man City game on TV and was a tad annoyed. He's got no questions, but I do have a statement. I was the second gunman on the grassy knoll. There you go. That was Taffy's statement. There you go. So uh, the FBI are on their way. Uh, Ed Hughes, which last-minute free transfer striker will we get? Wellbeck, Sturridge, or? Adebayo. Oh.
2: Or who? Oh, dear. Oh no, no, you, you so throw one um, in. I don't know. I'm I, I'm I'm keeping my ear close to the ground, but I'm not hearing anything. Which um I'm hoping means that Husilius is working on a, a little unknown um player somewhere that we've never heard of
1: another foreign player why can't we look at uh, the championship or even the lower leagues here because there are there are well no fair enough but there are plenty of good strikers in the lower leagues um the guy at Brent Brentford what's his name he was rumored to be of interest but then that was slapped down that there are players out there in this country if we look hard enough who was the one we were looking before was it Scott Hogan or something
3: well, he was the one who was us,
1: but then Villa nicked him. No. Is he done, no. has, has he done And then no, I think he is, he's not there anymore, is he? No.
3: Mm.
1: I think he got injured. Well, I'm going to do what you've me. done. I'm, I'm going to
2: have a look at Wikipedia. Me. Oh, he's still with be Aston Villa. Oh,
1: I can't what? see it. I, can't, I can't. I can't see it. I Nick mean, Harvin, canning, canning, being uh, anything to do with Canning Town, I have to say. But anyway.
3: Well, yeah, Well, all right. I'll 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 show you that later. Right, I'll educate life. you later. Uh, now I'll let you read it when I put it on me, one of my <laughs> articles and you tidy it up. Uh, now we have an official VPN Ooh. partner. I don't know what that means, but this is Nick Harvey. Now we have an official really? VPN really? partner. I can't wait for the club's official toothpaste. <laughs> we of have a VPN partner. Visible master. pantry line. We have everything. Yeah. I don't know. Uh <laughs> private network, by the way. Come uh, well on, okay. That was... Oh, was it? Uh, I didn't know we had one of them. But, I mean, official toothpaste, what would it be? Crest? I don't know. Um, uh, we're over an hour limit, so... Signal? On. Okay. Club's official toothpaste supplier to be announced. Oh, right. What deal are you guys looking forward to? <laughs> uh, the deal that... Gets rid of the new owners oh, when on. they sell the club. That's the deal. Yeah, I'm looking forward. Be careful. Are we realistic? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, mate. This club will be reunited one day, and it will be the day they go. Are we realistically going to be able to offload some of those who'll never make the start in eleven? Possibly. Looking forward to the start of the season and plenty more podcasts. Even feeling optimistic, which is a change from the norm. Uh, Brady out uh, with you, as he every says, week. every week. Uh, Charlie Faulkner, sorry, no, Charlie falk got you there, Ian. Serious question. I support Frank Lampard's push to stop offensive yeah. chants and our ball's similar statements when we play yeah. Spurs or Brighton. Why don't the authorities stamp down on Spurs fans, misappreciation of the Yid army, etc.? I'm half Jewish and most THFC fans I know are not... So it's not the same as black people using the
2: N-word or LGBT people using queer. What do you reckon? Well, you know what this is about. This is about Frank Lampard Jr. telling... Did you just call him Frank Lampard? Frank Lampard Jr. telling Chelsea fans not to use the word pikey against West Ham fans.
1: Can I tell you... Because it's a,
2: a racist slur. When did I know oh, that I read it in the story today? It was on Claren Hugh.
1: Must be true. Oh, can I tell you my Frank Lampard story? Yeah, go on. Um, I was at a Labour Party conference, believe it or not, in Manchester. And um I was having well walked into a restaurant to have dinner with all my colleagues from LBC, and Frank Lampard was in there with Christine Bl- Blakely. And um I thought, well, I'm not going to go up to him at the table. I, don't, I think that's a terrible thing to do. So I, I sent him a bottle of champagne over, and I, and I just wrote on the note, I said, um, I'm a West Ham fan. Um, you actually gave us a lot of pleasure when you were a player for us. We, we're not all sort of critics of you. And, um, and about 10 minutes later, he came over and sat down and chatted for half an hour. And I thought, what a top bloke.
2: Yeah. I think he gets a hard time and, um, from West Ham. And he was born into a West Ham family. Um, and his mum was West Ham. Obviously, his dad was West Ham. Uh, it wasn't his fault that his, his uncle, you know, put him on. His uncle, ultimately, Harry, was right. You know, in that famous video yeah. thing, when someone said, well, why have you, why have you put him again? What was it? Scott Meanwell or Mean something? Minto? Scott, Scott Cannon. Cannon. <laughs> yeah. You know, what about, well, we don't remember his name, but, but everyone remembers. He said, remember, remember Frank Lampard. He's going to be a, um, what was it, an England international, or whatever. and he was right. So, yeah. you know, it's jealousy, you know, that he didn't stay with us, but there you go. I, I, I don't have a problem with Frank Lampard at all. I certainly don't sing the song uh, when they sing it. What um, one? Ten Men Couldn't Carry Lampard, that one.
3: Couldn't carry? Yeah,
2: couldn't carry lamp never, never, Never heard that. <laughs> you just sang <laughs> it. Look, we're
3: <laughs> over our, our limit.
2: I'm I'm, I'm, I'm having people oh, point to watches. So uh, are we done, Nigel?
3: Uh, we've got one on. more message, which is uh,
2: Belinda Kacatis uh, said, P.S. She loves Excellent. the show. Excellent. What a great way to finish. And with that, uh, that's all the time we've got. We said one hour. It's one hour eight uh, I have been Sean. Uh, Nigel has been me, and Ian has been Ian. Surprisingly, uh, that's all time. We've, all the time we've got tonight. Uh, goodbye. Come on, you Shortest Nigel podcast ever,
1: but one of the best. That's unbelievable
2: and I didn't even mention about how Frank Lampard's
3: <laughs> granddad got run over on the Barking Road and I, did, I, I touched on it last week and um, perhaps I'll save that for another week
1: yeah, say, no save it for Ham till I die